Jen Zamparelli on 2FM with Leia Healthcare. Always a beat ahead. Visit LeiaHealthcare.ie. Leia Healthcare, looking after you always. Things went tits up. Now that's an expression that can describe just about anything going wrong in your life, but it was a bit more literal for my next guest, breast cancer thriver, Dervla O'Hare. Hello, you're in studio to chat about this wonderful and gorgeous book that you've written. Oh, thank you, Jen. Are you well? Uh, All good. Yeah, yeah. So finished treatment um, end of summer. Uh, So, yeah. Good. Good to hear. Can I ask you, how long was it from that moment of diagnosis to to picking up a pen and, and starting to write, I suppose? It was kind of all through it. Um, I guess as my hubby would probably attest to, I'm terrible at talking about my feelings. So I kind of, I take great comfort in writing them down. So um, a lot of these poems kind of lived as scrambled notes on my phone right through the course of my active treatment. So that went on for 19 months. So wow. <laughs> I had a long enough time to get my head around So it. writing was actually kind of part of your treatment, would you say? Yeah, it was very yeah. therapeutic. Definitely, definitely. So then kind of towards the end of it, I shared a few of the poems with people and, and they seemed to resonate with them. So I thought, do you know what? Why not uh, release them into, into the wild? Book, yes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and it's not just poems. What what are your titbits? Titbits kind of give context then. So I had the poems written and then um, kind of just topped and tailed them with those titbits. So it's kind of, you know, just a little bit of context around the poem or what was going on at the time or how I was feeling or just even some, I suppose, uh, recommendations to people that are going through it as well. Mm, okay. Now, it says here, journey yeah. uh, <laughs> is a word that kind of makes you wince. Can yeah. you explain to me why? Yeah, there's a poem in the book called uh, Watch Your Language. So it's kind of, uh, you know, a lot of people struggle with what to say to someone when yeah. they've heard they've been recently diagnosed. So I think saying something, it's better than nothing, but just be mindful of your audience. Like I had all of those cliches from, you know, at least you got the good type of cancer or a free boob job. Or, <gasps> uh, yep. Wow. Yeah, anyway, all right. Uh, and normally these things are said in a supermarket, I find, exactly, of some sort. Exactly. Or, you know, in a or canteen. Or you're they're telling you their granny died from cancer. Yeah, and you're or like, some oh. random or somebody you've kind of met twice. Yeah. They tend to be yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. full of wisdom, don't they? Exactly. And say all these kind of things. So the journey one is like, yeah, like I'm over it now. But to me, journey was like, uh, I love to travel. So it was kind of, you know, an adventure or, you know, it involved a passport and a few too many cocktails on the beach or whatever, but not uh, 19 months of chemo cocktails and surgery. But... If someone mentions the word journey now, I just make them buy the book. So. Yeah, you'll understand why. You should never say this. But there are all sorts of poems in there, some in anger, some in joy. Were you just writing what you felt at the time? 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Um, One that really stands out is the bit where the dog ate your wig. Yes, I have a dog called <laughs> Tell Boy. me about that. He is a complete dumpster truck. Uh, we call him the fluffy destroyer. He eats everything. Like he's eaten my glasses, um, phone cases, remote controls. And then one night I woke up and I heard him chewing on something. And I looked down and I thought, first of all, that was a cat, but it luckily it wasn't. But it was my so wig. Oh, lovely. Yeah, yeah. So he features in the book um, in Here Today, Gone Tomorrow. One of them. <laughs> I love it. Um you, you you go a bit sound of music at one stage. <laughs> What's your take on my favorite things? Will, will you read? Will you read that poem for us? Sure. Um, I, yeah, I remember vividly writing this when I was sitting in the in the chemo chair, and um, it had taken one too many attempts to get a cannula in, so it was a complete case of fetabitis. So this was kind of rattling around in my head to the tune of Sound of Music. Mm-hmm. It's more like kind of sound of losing it, but um, it's a few of my least favorite things. Biopsies feel like your boobs have been bitten. Bags filled with chemo. I bid you good riddance. Hospital gowns tied up with strings. These are a few of my least favourite things. 
Reading scary info on Dr. Google, new chemo curls make me look like a poodle. Another damn infusion and the cannula stings. These are a few of my least favourite things. Docs in white lab coats and blue scrubs with sashes, losing both eyebrows and then my eyelashes, painful joints and tingly limbs. These are a few of my least favourite things. When the fatigue hits, when my mouth hurts, when I'm feeling sad, I simply remember my favourite things, like when this is over, I'll be so glad. So now you're going to have an earworm for the day. <laughs> it's amazing. It's a real honest and real account of what you go through in a humorous way. So well done for that. Thank it's you. an incredible thing that you've done. Uh, can you tell me what is the Survive and Thrive course at the Marie Keating? Sure. Um, this was a fantastic course that I did around this time last year. So it's run by a um, oncology nurse and then also a cancer thriver as well. And it's just basically people who've all been through cancer getting together. And it's a very positive, you know, basically how to get on with things. And it covers everything from, you know, nutrition to exercise to just, um, you know, making decision, decisions, all of that. Yeah. So they're a wonderful team. Like it was really instrumental to my own recovery, that the Survive and Thrive course. So the, the book is actually um, all profits will go to both Enrique Heating Foundation and Purple House. So um, it's just to pay it forward for them Good for having us our backs when we needed the most. Looking back on all of it, what helped you at the the toughest times? Uh, I think walking, exercise, 100%. I kind of set myself a goal of, you know, trying to get out and doing those 10,000 steps a day on the good days yeah. um, and get out there with the dog and then... I also to take a picture of something that was like random or beautiful each day. So it was just kind of a focus outside of all of those hospital appointments and then. And try and live in the moment yeah, when you're exactly. like, because I'm sure it's just like all consuming. Yeah, absolutely. Every single so waking moment. routine outside of the hospital appointments and just try to be normal as possible. Darla, does the husband feature in the book now? He, a little bit. Oh, okay. Um, I've oh, mentioned him a few times. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> because it, not only are you going through this, your yeah. whole family yeah, are going absolutely. through this. Friends, family, there, yeah, there's a poem in there um, called Two Little Words um, with a very big meaning, which is a thank you to absolutely to everyone who has done that from, you know, surgeons, oncologists, radiology, my hobby, friends, family, just a, a massive big thank you to, like, it did, sounds corny, but it did feel like a total tsunami of love. Doesn't sound corny at all. The book is beautiful. I know it's not a very radio thing, but it, the illustrations yes. are stunning. Yeah, Jess. I mean, that was a, a very kind of serendipitous uh, meetup during the summer. I was out with a friend for a walk and she was telling me about her buddy who'd been through breast cancer. Um, and I had started writing the book at the time and... I don't know why I just said to her, um, she doesn't draw by any chance, does she? She said, yeah, yeah, do you know her? Her name is Jess. She's an illustrator. So it's kind of like, ooh, goose bumpy. That is, that <laughs> so is so, yeah. very strange uh, and obviously meant to be. It right? meant to be, totally. We met meant up a be. few days later and then, yeah, here's the book. You must have been so proud of it. Yeah. When, when you got it in your hands, you're like, I, I, that's what I did. And it's not like two pages. Like it's, there's loads. Yeah, there's 102. <laughs> there you go. 102 pages. Yeah. But you must have been so proud of what you achieved in probably your darkest hours. Yeah. I mean, hopefully if, you know, if it can bring, I suppose, comfort and hope to anyone else going through it or it's kind of something that I wished I could have put my own hand on when I was going through chemo, etc. and read it um, just to make you see the both raw and real. Raw, um, real and humour. And, and humour, yeah, yeah. So, no, delighted. Well, well done. It's Thank an you. amazing achievement. I wish you the very best. Thank you so much for coming nice. in, Dervila. You did amazing. Um, if people want to get it, uh, it's called Things Went Tits Up. Where can they go? 
Sure, they can go on to Amazon and we have a website, thingswenttitsup.ie and then there's a lovely lady, Roisin Kaur, who has put it up on her website, The Elephant in the Room. Who came up with the name? Me. Amazing. I love it. <laughs> Jen Zamparelli on 2FM with Leia Healthcare. Always a beat ahead. Visit leiahealthcare.ie. Leia Healthcare, looking after you always.